TopplessRobot.com presents... Dude, Luke, the printer's still busted, man. What the fuck? Everybody, welcome to episode 93 of the Topless Robot Podcast. My name is Ryan. I'm Tyler. I'm Brooks. I'm Kalen. Dan is back. <laughs> and uh, we are happy to have the return of both Dan and Kalen uh, for this episode of uh, the Topless Robot Podcast. Yeah, How dare you speak for me? Yeah, am, I am at my dog. Mildly, please. Um, a. Uh, <laughs> Very, very good reason for us to have uh, Kalen on this week is uh, he, like uh, many of us, is a uh, an Adventure Time fanboy. And Adventure Time Distant oh Lands premiered on HBO Max uh, this past week on the 25th. What if you can't talk about it yet? Because I haven't seen it yet, and you dare not, don't you fucking ruin this for me. We are, welcome to uh, Ryan and Kalen's point-by-point breakdown of uh, the implications of everything in that first episode of Distant Lands. All the spoilers and all the Easter eggs, all of it. There's not going to be a single censored word. Uh, Before you guys start, I'm going to get in my car and go over to Brooks's house. That way he can't just leave the call and get away from this. (laughs) 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 Listen and you'll learn. (laughs) 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 Clockwork orange him. So (laughs) 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 I mean, I could be napping behind these shades, Uh, you know, don't really know for sure. I think uh, I don't know y'all well enough. Are you guys into Adventure Time? Oh yes. Yeah. I I have not finished it. I do enjoy the show though. And Dan doesn't enjoy anything. No. <laughs> Dan's like, I hope they know me so well. <laughs> um, I think I will. Uh, uh, I. I was very happy with it, uh, and I imagine Kaylin, you probably were as well. Uh, we both kind of geeked out a bit. Yeah. Thursday um, morning. Yeah, it was a um, a well deserved return of uh, Adventure Time. It doesn't feel forced. It doesn't feel tacked on. It doesn't feel out of place. Um, it it is lose a step. Yeah, it was perfect. In my opinion, it, it was no, yeah. I think people were rightfully concerned that uh, you know maybe it would feel obvious that there was some different creative forces in it, and you know it was being you know, resurrected when it shouldn't have been. But it was it was beautiful. You, the people who work on the show love the show. Yeah, and there's is some it all the same creators. Uh, um, Adam Mucho came back. Um, in a lot of the people who do the voices, like Nikki Yang and stuff, they also write, I, I think. Yeah, and uh, uh, Pendleton Ward did a voice, uh, but he hasn't been involved in the creative direction of the show for a long time. Um, the uh, There were some fun guest voices. Uh, Anthony Birch and Ashley Birch uh, were guest voices on it. Um, you'll know Ashley Birch as uh, the... Um, 
as Tiny Tina in Borderlands, as um, uh, the main character in uh, Horizon Zero Dawn. Uh, but oh, yeah. also she and her brother, Anthony Birch used to do a web series called Hey Ash, what you playing? Which is fucking hilarious. Oh yeah. What, that's what right. did she do? And oh. what's that? What voice did she do in, uh, the adventure time episode? Uh, she and her brother were the two thieving bugs. Oh yeah. So now, now the whole episode has been spoiled for Brooks. <laughs> <laughs> There's bugs. <laughs> yeah. And they thieve. <laughs> um, Brooks is just going to grab a gun off of his desk. <laughs> I don't have anything that cool on my desk. <laughs> no, let's be honest. It's probably like a flintlock pistol. <laughs> yeah, right. It's it's going to be one of those muzzle loaders. like that. He <laughs> grabs his... After we spoil him, he grabs his flintlock and puts it in his mouth, but somehow he still misses because it's a flintlock. <laughs> it's a cool 1840. It's not a flintlock. <laughs> You're in Terminator sunglasses. You gotta have something. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, aside from that, what else uh, uh, is going on uh, this past week? Uh, I honestly, I genuinely can't remember because you know, here we are, fucking week whatever of the pandemic. Well, we brought up that Mixer is going bye-bye. Oh, that's yes, that's right. It's disappearing. So uh, that is really interesting. Uh, Microsoft is dropping Mixer and instead mm-hmm. opting to Facebook. So, like, Mixer and Facebook are merging for uh, game streaming. And Isn't that... Ew. Yeah. That's such a weird decision with Facebook getting... Getting one Facebook getting fucking dropped by a lot of publishers everywhere. Like there's there's been a lot of like Zucks lost a shit ton of money because publishers and, and brands have been dropping Facebook because of their stances towards the current political climate. Yeah. And two, wasn't Ninja specific, like it wasn't he like the like exclusively broadcasting over Mixer? Yep. So like, that, that, that brings me oh to God. the other part of this is. <laughs> Ninja uh, last year took a $20 million exclusivity deal from Microsoft uh, to broadcast on Mixer exclusively. Um, Some of the smaller Mixer partners uh, are going to be coming with this shift to Facebook gaming. But um, there are two high profile um, exclusive partners you know, like Ninja and one other one who I think got paid like five million or something like that for an exclusivity uh, who are now free agents and they can stream wherever and they don't have to give any of that money back. So they made out like fucking bandits. Jesus. So back to uh, back to Twitch, I'm assuming. Yeah, most likely. <laughs> and that's the thing. like it was speculated that a lot of these people would know that. Mixer was doomed to fail in the first place, but they didn't care because they were going to make so much money just by taking the contract. Yeah. And they're so big without having to stream anymore. Yeah. And they're so big. It's not like they have to worry much about losing that viewer base or anything. Ninjas will be fine. Ninjas kind of graduated beyond the platform. Unlike a lot of, unlike a lot of streamers out there that have to, you know, be streaming 24 seven or whatever. So yeah. yeah, I see his uh, merch just like around in stores. It's it's weird. Yeah, it's funny because literally no one I talk to watches him. 
I know, right? That's because you don't talk to 12-year-olds, Ryan. Oh. Which is good. Or should you? Oh. Yes. That is correct. <laughs> I don't know how is Facebook planning to like upgrade its uh, text or anything, anything for that because as someone who has to use Facebook for uh, my band page and streaming concerts and everything on there, everything on Facebook is broken. One time, one week it works a certain way, and the, the next week it works a completely different way. I'm curious to see how the infrastructure for streaming and having that many people watching, how they're going to handle it, because they try to spread themselves too thin as far as I'm concerned. Well, it really works very well. On they've Facebook. tried to put some focus into gaming content and implemented a lot of the things that they've seen other um, peers or competitors do, like Twitch. You know, you can cheer and, and shit like that and, like, pay for, for chats and, and that sort of thing. Um, and, uh, but what sucks is of all the streaming platforms, the one with the lowest streaming quality is Facebook. Um, actually just video in general. Like, I don't think, I don't even know if they support higher than 720p yet. Like it's kind of ridiculous that they're trying to get people to take them seriously as a, a viable video platform when I can upload 4K videos, 4K 60 frames on YouTube and do the highest quality possible on YouTube. And Facebook is like stuck 10 years ago. Looks bad. It sounds bad. Um, I know they also they own Instagram. Are they going to try to incorporate that in any way? Instagram, you can only stream vertically. Um, I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. Yeah, I'm assuming if Mixer is going the way of the dinosaurs, that probably Microsoft's going and, and they're partnering. I'm assuming Microsoft's going to bring their engineers in and help them improve that platform. There's no way that they're going to sink one sink a platform that had been making them a little bit of money and to move to a new platform without upgrading. You know. Yeah. Yeah. You would you would hope, but I'm not quite so optimistic. <laughs> Same. I mean, I would be surprised if Facebook is willing to put any resources towards upping that at all right now. And uh, Microsoft, like, I don't even know what this partnership is supposed to look like. Right. Like, is this going to be Microsoft uh, functioning under the Facebook umbrella, just bringing what they did to Mixer to Facebook, just Facebook just branded, or is this just Microsoft going here, take all of our streamers? Ooh, that's a good question. You know, like <laughs> what, what is this going to look like? And we, we won't probably won't know until next year is my guess. Cause there's no way they've got like, you know, they just announced this last week. There's no way they've got, you know, some sort of uh, notable viable product that's going to be releasing, you know, to coincide with it within weeks. Unless it's a deep state plot to take out Twitch. (laughs) (laughs) We're we're all forgetting the real question. What's going to happen to our sparkle points or whatever the shit that we kept getting? Oh, the fucking... Yeah, sparks. 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 (laughs) Sparkle points is from uh, Parks and Rec. (laughs) Facebook handles streaming like they do every other person on their platform. They're never going to ban anyone, so anyone's going to be able to go there and say whatever fucking you want and not get banned. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, the corporate so, dystopia is I, now. 
So the new yeah. face, the new Facebook streaming service will be the the new uh, new home of white supremacists everywhere. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's rough, man. Like the. <laughs> The double the double edged sword of censorship. Like I think it's absolutely a good thing on some of those uh, streaming platforms because you have to keep those shitheads away. But also like some some high tier shit posting is not allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Under Twitch TOS. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Twitch, I wonder if uh, now Doctor Disres- Disrespect will come out and be like, um, I am going to be streaming on Facebook gaming exclusively. What? What? They <laughs> should just stop being such an asshole. Oh, yeah. yeah. Did they say Did what they happened to him? No. That guy, because I, I don't know who that guy is at all. So, Doctor Disrespect uh, is uh, a guy who um, used to work for Activision. I think uh, he used to work on the Call of Duty games, and then got a a um, like put on this persona of Doctor Disrespect, who's like just super exaggerated you know, competitive gamer uh, with a mullet and a mustache and sunglasses. It's a wig mullet, though, right? It's not a real mullet. No, it's a wig mullet. And it's a fake mustache, too, I think. Yeah, it's definitely. Um, I've never watched his content. I know that he came under fire uh, last year when he streamed from (laughs) live streamed from the bathroom, from the men's bathroom (laughs) at E3. Um, <laughs> he got a temporary ban on Twitch from that. He was suspended on Twitch for that. Um, was it because of because of from the it's from the bathroom or is it because yeah, it's, it's, it's a violation of people's privacy? In a bathroom, Tyler. I just wanted to make sure. I wasn't sure if it was because it was at E3 or if it was because of the bathroom. No, it's <laughs> because you can't have cameras in a bathroom. People who weren't even consenting to be on a stream who were just trying to piss. <laughs> It's a different kind of stream. Tyler, <laughs> Tyler, do I do I need to contact your your roommate and my son Kalis and let him know that you don't know it's illegal to have cameras in bathrooms? I just want to see. I wanted to see where where Twitch's uh, priorities were. <laughs> I'm not sure. I, I will tell you one thing, Tyler. Is surprise, surprise. Twitch does not want dicks out. Okay. <laughs> so uh, my new dicks out for Harambe podcast that I'm going to be not not good for oh, not good for oh, okay. um, <laughs> I have oh, to go check with so you if that meme is collocated. So uh, hey, that's Harambe there's forever. there's Tyler keeping up with the Zoomers right there. Um, <laughs> the uh, Tyler Harambe memes are more dead than Harambe at this point. <laughs> <laughs> Too soon, um, Doctor no, Disrespect. No, not. <laughs> not in the slightest. Um, so yeah, word is that Doctor Disrespect is permanently banned from Twitch and he learned about it midstream and uh, said something along Oops. the lines of you guys will weather this storm and then cut his stream. That's that's like being fired in the middle of selling a car to somebody. That's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, get out! <laughs> then he, anyway, it's a great car. To get fired. <laughs> um, 
so uh, no one knows why um, that information just has not come out yet. Um, and actually, confirmation of it being permanent uh, has not even technically been made. But word is that it is a permanent ban. Um, people uh, and people have speculated that it's due to this recent wave of DMCA takedowns that have hit Twitch. Uh, that Twitch has been struggling to manage because they've never had so many DMCA takedowns issued in uh, such a big wave before. Uh, and uh, they have confirmed that it is not because of uh, DMCA takedowns. So um, the people are now speculating that it's because he cheated on his wife with uh, a uh, viewer. And there is this new wave of... Um, Streamers being called out for uh, sexual abuse and, and things like that. So uh, they think, you know, people are speculating that uh, this occurrence was problematic, making him a problematic uh, person in the, you know, the space. And they're lumping him in with all these other, you know, um, Me Too uh, uh, accusations that uh, is ending basically <laughs> I want to say a surprising amount of streamers careers but it, let's be real probably not very surprising or not if, he, if he's actually abusing somebody then yeah fuck him but if it's just yeah. infidelity I, I think people are like really unreasonably mad about infidelity all the time no I agree <laughs> like, um, people, people want to like kill and ruin lives over infidelity like that's that's excessive. <laughs> We've well, all had bad right. relationships. Yeah. And it comes yeah. down to it, when it happens in, in a, a public to a public figure in a public way. Uh, if like so in the case of Dr. Disrespect, his wife has been a part of that fan club. You know, like she's the viewers know who she is. And the second that, you know, the viewers know who your partner is, they take ownership of that relationship. And they take ownership of who you are and who they expect you to be. And so the second that you step out of line with that, um, you lose favor with your audience, you know, and sure. it's fucking that, ridiculous. That, that's ex like, that's partially expected. But if that's the case and it's just infidelity without abuse attached to it, should that result in a permanent ban from the streaming platform? It really depends. No. I don't think it should. I don't think it should. No, definitely not. I, no. I, They're however, trying to discourage anyone from reaching out to their fans and like, it's an abuse of power when, you know, you have millions that, of people and you're soliciting that I also relationships. From. But, well, but until, until he would actually do something like that, you, you can't. Like if that's if that's something they're trying to avoid, you can't condemn somebody for something you think they might do. You'd have right. to wait for him to do it and then ban him. It's also, Otherwise you're preempting a crime that was never committed. He's also right? under contact on under contract with Twitch uh, as an exclusive streamer. So mm -hmm. the um, the uh, you know what's in that contract may restrict, you know, certain personal behavior. And if he violates those personal behaviors outlined in that contract, then or if Twitch finds a way to blame him for or accuse him of, of you know, violating one of these, you know, guidelines, then that's that. You that, know? 
That would surprise me a whole lot less. Like, if there's contractual obligations, we don't know what those stipulations are. So yeah. that wouldn't surprise me at all. You'd think if it was a contractual obligation that they would have come out and said it already. The way that they're treating this seems like it's something a lot more sensitive and something that it's like they're getting their ducks in a line before they come out and be like, okay, this is like yeah. well, you did some shitty shitty things that we have to make sure we're getting our statement correct kind but of the thing. self-same thing that could have been as contractual violation could be something they have to prepare a pr statement for so i yeah. think it could still be the same thing i do want to bring up that uh what kaylin said with like being in a position of power and taking advantage of that uh as like and being able to and, and creating relationships with your viewers i mean isn't that something that's kind of happened forever in entertainment like but I mean, the well, other way yeah. around too, with like groupies going, like how do, how can you really regulate that? Because like with groupies and, and bands and stuff, and a lot of the times people love to do that. They like to be that person that goes in. Right, but that is an antiquated view. Like that 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 behavior is antiquated, and we're holding so people to a higher standard. It is extremely predatory. Um, there, you know, the old adage of being a rock star was to get laid, you know, like, mm -hmm. but the thing is that you are in a position of idolization. And if you are in a position of idolization or, or perceived power, then the power dynamics of that relationship are abusive. Yeah. It's like the prime directive for entertaining. Well, maybe not the prime directive. I, I understand that they can be very easily abused, but what's the requirement then? If you're if you're a personality in any way, the only people you're allowed to date are people who don't know who you are. No, like yeah. if, the, if the relationship is inherently abusive by virtue of its own existence, like is that disallowed forever? I don't I think so. Handle that. Um, I think that uh, like if you start talking to someone and become you know close with them, sure. If you are. Uh, using it as a way to cheat on your spouse? No, you know that, that's abusive. That yeah, you know, absolutely. if you're using it as a way to get laid at all, like if that's the purpose, that's abuse of that power. Um, but a lot of these streamers' viewers are underage. There's been a lot of abuse bad, for sure. I just, I guess, I just don't really ruining as well. Grooming, grooming, and, and taking advantage of that, and like taking advantage of young kids that. That's all horrible, but I, I, mean, I, I agree with kind of what Dan, what Dan is saying. Like, where's that line that it becomes like if you like, hey, I am this person and like kind of are a predator towards other people. But there's also the other way around where it's like fans of a certain of bands, they want to go and meet you and they want to like a, might want to, you know, go after you sexually or uh, to create a relationship. And are you like, is it really your responsibility to say no yes and it would make you a bad absolutely person it is your one? responsibility to be the fucking adult and understand the power that you wield and the and the mismatched power dynamics and be responsible about it yes it is absolutely your responsibility right but it's only an abuse of the power dynamic if one of the parties is objectively harmed in some way Like how how do you spin that? If ever, and don't get me wrong, I know people abuse their power all the time, and they need to be checked. But like trying to make a blanket statement of it's an abuse of power to get involved with anyone who's aware of your persona, like it is a fan specifically. Like 
Oh, we're walking a real tough line there. It is a yeah. tough line, but it, so uh, uh, a good example. Um, Eddie Burback uh, has a huge audience. Refuses to date anyone who knows who he is. That's because yeah. that's really kind of the extreme responsible thing to do. Um, what about girls that like to, or guys that like to date people that are in bands, or girls that like to date people that are in bands or musicians? It's like. Look, like musicians are the lowest uh, on the fucking totem pole, and to, unless they're filling, unless they're filling but, arenas, you don't have to worry is, about a, a mismatched power dynamic. But is, is it? I'll be sleeping on your couch if you date me. <laughs> <laughs> but that's but that's the same part of the conversation, right? Like, is it the musician's responsibility to say the only reason you're talking to me is because you're a fan of my work? So it's my responsibility to turn you away. Go date a musician who you don't like. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think that there uh, there's nuance to it, uh, as with everything. There's nuance to it, and well, yeah. uh, that lives in the space of like, look, if someone is approaching you like a fangirl, then it's your responsibility to slow them down. If uh, someone, if you just start talking with someone and they do know who, because, you know, there, there are always going to be groupies who aim to have sex with rock stars or whatever and, and shit like that. In those cases, I think intent kind of plays a, a big role in that. If someone is, uh, it, you hold as much responsibility to shut down a fan who only wants to fuck you. Uh, as you do to keep yourself from just using fans to fuck. You know what I it mean? It depends on what you want to get out of it. You know, like if you're, yeah, if you're just trying to fuck, you know, it's, it's gross. But if you, you know, meet someone who is a fan of your work and then you foster a genuine relationship with them, you know, it's to a point where, you know, you met isn't so important. But if you're just, you know, run through everyone. I mean, it's gross. Yeah. I don't think it necessarily makes you like a predator. It's just you're not a great person, if that makes sense. Like, there's a line between, like, if you're you are your fame and people want to have sex with you, 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 I think that you're allowed to do it. It doesn't make you a good person. It doesn't. And maybe it even makes you less than a moral person. But it doesn't necessarily. I think that there's a line that you have where it's like, this is predatory is gross like there's a diff in, in those two statements that makes sense yeah we we definitely have to define what like being like morally reprehensible behavior versus like morally um incorrect behavior you know what i mean like like that whole like just sleep, if, if you're out there trying to sleep with people then that's what they're gonna do but i feel like it's up to the individual entertainer to like kind of define what they're going to do in, in that regard and then just kind of stick to it. You know what I mean? So like, like that, like that one guy who said he wouldn't even date anyone that knew who he was mm. like, you know, he defined that as something that he wanted to do because he felt that that was like a comfortable distance. But I feel like if someone is just going out of their way to use people and not seeing them as people in the cases of, you know, some of these folks, um, then I think that's bad behavior, but it's really, really hard to define like what specifically is wrong. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah. 
So, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard to think about because, you know, the conversation uh, around celebrity interactions like Aziz Ansari got, you know, called out uh, a few years ago and, you know, uh, some other performers and, and things like that, uh, where everything that was described in that situation sounded above board until the date itself where he didn't take no for an answer and, you know, things like that. Um, but the way that they met, the way that they talked, uh, was like they met in, uh, as equals and, and, uh, you know, uh, uh, it didn't like, she didn't seek him out because she was a fan or anything like that. It, it all seemed like, you know, everything was kind of equal, um, in the way that she described what led up to their date. Um, but he ends up being called out for, uh, an abuse of the power dynamic in just, you know, not taking no for an answer, like basic shitty date, you know, kind of, uh, stuff like, and I shouldn't say basic yeah. shitty date stuff, but like it is kind of basic shitty dude stuff. Like every guy, you know, uh, has had a, a, a moment in their lives or, or probably a, a large majority of, of guys has had, you know, uh, time in their lives where uh, they uh, pushed when they shouldn't have pushed or, you know, shit like that. Uh, I know I'm guilty of it, mostly when I was a fucking teenager and, in my, you know, uh, in my early 20s. But, you know, it, it's something that, like, everything that he was getting called out for was stuff that I know other guys to have done in in their youth and and just in not being able to separate the the penis thinking and the brain thinking it wasn't malicious right and it it wasn't like an overt like he wasn't exploiting his position in the entertainment industry in order to do that so but he was still called out for it being you know, like, uh, how dare you not know this power dynamic because, and now that I think back to the story, um, she felt like she couldn't tell him no because of who he was. And so that's where the waters get muddied. So even when you're being pursued and I can't remember if she pursued him though, now that I think about it, but like, even still, like, there are consent lines, right? And when you reach those consent lines, when there's a power imbalance, the person who you're with, regardless of what even field you feel like you've been on to that point, may feel obligated to say yes when they'd rather say no because of the the power imbalance. And I think that it comes down to the pursuer versus pursuee kind of thing. If if you're if you're the pursuer in a what you think is an above board relationship, but you do have that power dynamic. Um, then you have to, you definitely have to think about that and just understand that, you know, you're a rich, powerful entertainer that everyone's heard of. You should be careful with how you pursue that relationship. But if someone's pursuing you and you're, and you, I mean, you obviously still have to be a little bit careful, but I think that that's where that nuance comes into play where it's like, you can't, it's not that you can't have sex with people that are not in your your class range, you know? It's just you have to be careful with it, and you have to understand that there is that power dynamic, and at least kind of tiptoe that line as much as you can. The moral of the story is 
you don't have to live in a cave, but check yourself. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. I mean, it's an interesting conversation and a sad conversation. It sucks yeah. that we have to have it, but it is, you know, just one of those things. I think there's a lot more gray area than a lot of people think. And maybe as a white male, maybe I also don't have to I, like not thinking about it as much as a lot of other people do, but something to it's it's it's, it's interesting it's well i don't think you being a white male has anything to do with it i think uh more so you don't have to think about it as much as other people have to think about it because you're not famous yeah talk to us when you're famous loser <laughs> hey wait i thought that's what this was i'm not famous <laughs> no. why the fuck am i not why the fuck am i even doing this i thought i was gonna get dicks off of it you know what Guess what? We're flipping this. You're going to be the one sleeping on Kalen's couch. <laughs> oh, damn. That's not even a couch. That looks like a bed. Kalen, <laughs> are, you, are you asking? <laughs> you know, he is asking, Tyler, because he's being responsible with his fame and he's not demanding. <laughs> and if you say no, I'll accept it. That's consent, baby. <laughs> oh man so um uh switching topics this steam summer sale uh is going on right now and uh dan and i were talking uh it's the first time that i feel like we've seen a sale that had like anything noteworthy or any sort of significant discounts in quite a while because you know it used to be that these sales would come up and it's like well fuck i'm going to buy every single gta game for 2 dollars and i'm going you know like just ridiculous discounts and uh, they kind of acknowledged that because people uh, started talking about like steam you know game exhaustion and and shit like that and um, then their sales just started to suck. Like there were piddly discounts and they yeah, started they, focusing they on community it. events. And mm-hmm. the, the community events were for shitty, you know, profile stuff and fucking points and and emoticons and shit. So Ooh, I can get new avatars. Ooh. <laughs> here we've actually got like some pretty decent deals this time around. Um, I ended up picking up, uh, Doom Eternal, uh, uh, Deluxe for, for PC, uh, picked up Noita for, how much was Noita, like 12 bucks or something like that, and, uh, um, picked up, uh, uh, Deep Rock Galactic, uh, and all the DLC for that. I I wonder if the Steam sale is also in Ireland. Oh, God. Ah, yes. <laughs> the great Ireland. nation of Ireland, where we have many listeners. <laughs> Ireland. <laughs> no, um, the, uh, the Steam sale this year is it's swole. It's really, really good. I, yeah. uh, I picked up some stuff that's been on my wish list for a long time and uh, for crazy good deals. It's, it's, it has been like five years since there's been a summer sale where it's just like, whoa. Fuck yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, wonder how much of that is uh they're finally they finally have a competitor in the market. Two competitors kind of with GOG and um and uh I don't know, man, because like when they had no competitors, they had better sales. But that was you know, towards the beginning. I mean, it's been five years since we've seen good deals, um, and before that, Steam was re- re- relatively new. I'm pretty sure. So, Steam was relatively new in 2007. 
or 2008 because I've had it since the beginning and I think my anniversary date is 2008. Um, Um, the, uh, the reason that they dialed back those sales was because people were complaining about steam burnout. Like they actively said that that was why they were changing the way their sales worked. Because when they had sales, it was insane. And people started complaining about it because that was every sale, which meant it was at least four times a year that people were draining their wallets on like 500 games that they never played. Yeah. Fucking boo-hoo. Have some self-control and don't spend your money, you goddamn idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's a weird that's a weird reason. Oh man, your prices are too good, Steam. That's all you have to do. That is you literally just the default is don't spend money. Like you don't spend money by default. You have to make yourself spend money. Ryan sitting here, it's like uh doesn't comprehend like loading bars. <laughs> it wasn't like Sending shock troopers into your homes and like banging your head on the keyboard. <laughs> Buy more games. Have you seen these? Uh, so there is a sale on the Mega Man franchise. Uh, Mega Man Zero ZX Legacy Collection is twenty two forty nine. Uh, Mega Man Eleven is fourteen ninety nine. Mega Man Legacy Collection is five ninety nine. Legacy Collection Two is nine ninety nine. Why? Uh, the first one is the better of the two legacy collections. Yeah. Correct. Uh, Mega Man X Legacy Collection is nine ninety nine. Mega Man X Legacy Collection two is nine ninety nine. Oh, that's why you, the Mega Man collection. Yeah, yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, what? The, but even okay. still, the first yeah. half of that is better. For sure. Oh, yeah. yeah, I agree. Yeah. Borderlands three is only thirty bucks right now. Yep, that's cool. Nice. Yeah, there's a Do lot of the- real good sales. Wow. Yeah, Jesus, these are awesome. This is the best Steam sale I have seen in a very uh, long ukulele time. is eight dollars. Fuck. I actually might have to get really? it. If you keep that up, if you keep looking that disinterested, I'm calling the Steam police. They'll make you fucking spend that money. The Steam police, they'll empty your wallet today. <laughs> I, my PC is chugging Discord right now. Just for <laughs> So yeah, Deep Rock Galactic is uh, twenty two forty nine, and considering it just just recently hit one point uh, that's a, a pretty good deal. Uh, Sekiro uh, Shadows Die Twice is uh, thirty eight ninety nine. I've been really trying to convince myself not to buy that. You will never, never play it for more than like twenty minutes. Yeah, I know. <laughs> you will not finish. That. When has that stopped me? Oh my god! <laughs> I, know. I, I, I know, but this I'm telling you. Me, I'm don't waste your money, just don't do it. <laughs> but I want to play it. I made your 20 yeah. Ghost of Tsushima is uh, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. But security looks I, so I, good. I, I finally, um, I finally looked a little deeper into it now that it's actually going to be like it's just around the corner. Um, and I'm fucking pumped beyond belief. It, it looks, looks so here. Cool. yeah. It looks very, very cool. Um, there is a uh, Team 17 published game that I have uh, recently started playing the demo of because um, it doesn't come out until July 14th, but it's called Neon Abyss. And uh, it looks very cool. It's uh, basically like a um, Binding of Isaac run and gun. 
Is it on your computer? Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Dead by Daylight's only eight bucks right now. Yeah, but if you want all the DLC, it'll cost you over a hundred. Oh shit, that's a lot of DLC. <laughs> Well then, like seriously, so I looked into it. I was like, "Man, I haven't bought any of these killer packs. Like the only ones that I have are the ones that I got for free, and a lot of these are awesome. Like I'd love to have, you know, Ghostface. I'd love to have, you know, Freddy, and especially the um, the new uh, Silent Hill stuff. And so I was like, "Fuck it, everything everything's on sale. I'm gonna add all the DLC to my cart. Seventy five dollars." Jesus. Just the DLC on sale right now. How long has that game been out? Four years. They just celebrated their fourth uh, birthday. Wow. Wow. I've played it a few times at the grid. I enjoy it. It's oh, it's game. great. But I don't know if I want to drop $75 on it. <laughs> I mean, you don't have to. Like, that's just the killer packs. Like, that's all the DLC oh, packs. Like, you can, you can play it. But if you want all, uh, if you want to be able to play as every single killer, uh, it'll cost right now seventy five dollars, and that's with some of those DLCs on fifty percent off. From what I've heard about that game, that'd be a waste for the most part. Most people aren't going to play more than a few killers. They're going to find the ones they like and be. That's what I play every game now. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair, and especially considering there's like an upgrade path, right? That sticks to a character, isn't it? Or is it, does it stick to I've never played it. Okay. No. I know that there's an upgrade path, and I don't know if it sticks to the character or class. Like, if it sticks to killer, you know, your upgrade path for killer is that, or if I mean, I I know there's different perks you can unlock, so that's probably part of it. Like, individual killer perks and stuff like that. Yeah. They should have a killer's, like, the band DLC to go with that. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be, that'd be almost as random as Smite doing an Avatar Last Airbender I, skin collection. I can't yeah, not believe they did it. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's it's because of that fucking resurgence from Netflix popularity, yep. I guess. Oh yeah. I'm I'm I actually kind of love it. It's kind of great. <laughs> no, I, I think it's cool. Yeah. I just never would have thought that would happen. But I guess I shouldn't be surprised after they delved into the pits of degeneracy and got the Ruby skin pack. Yeah. <laughs> Well, um, uh, uh, I I finally finished at watching Avatar, and that was fucking rad. Was that the first time you watched through? Yeah, my, my first time through because I I was like just a little too old for for to be catching that on TV, and I I get the hype one hundred percent. It's fucking it's so rad. Good. Yeah, um, I need to actually finish watching it. I've started watching it a million fucking times, uh, and I haven't watched all the way through. Is tight as fuck. I love Legend of Korra, and people who say that Legend of Korra is bad are wrong. Yeah, Legend get, of Korra is so cool. Didn't get the hate it's about like, that. It's 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 like the the perfect like JoJo's kind of follow up to Avatar with some of the plot lines. It's kind of like hmm. it's weird and, and rad and different and ridiculous. Um, it's like futuristic. Or it's like kind of like a steampunk society, but with bending, and it's awesome. <laughs> 100% more prog rock? Yes. Oh, and speaking of steam, uh, think, speaking of uh, punk, uh, maybe we should go a little bit more cyberpunk because it's oh, a whole bunch okay. of shit. Hey, uh, segue! <laughs> go, go, action, segue. Um, <laughs> Nailed it. The, uh, 
<laughs> Just like the owner of that company, you drove that Segway right off the cliff. <laughs> I forgot I about that. Anymore. Um, yeah, uh, delayed until November. Which sucks, but we got a whole bunch of new gameplay vid, and get bits and a new trailer, and it looks as fucking cool as it's as it's. It, I mean, everything I've seen, it just looks amazing. It looks I've great. I've taken this stance multiple times. If you've already waited this long for something, and a couple more months pisses you off, over yourself. <laughs> yeah, <for real. laughs> and if the next gen consoles come out in November, okay, so that's kind of cool. Right? Are they? Is it going to be launched with the next gen consoles also? I honestly don't know. I know that on both of the next gen consoles, uh, Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven will like if you buy Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven for PS four, you get a free upgrade to it on PS five. If you buy a PS five, and they're doing the same thing with Xbox Series X, but Xbox Series X is more of a core system functionality thing where um, they if you are playing a game that's available on Xbox One X and Xbox Series X, It w- if you're playing it on Xbox Series X, it basically, whatever system you're playing it on, it'll give you the best version of the game available. That's cool. I like that. Which is I like that easy a lot. enough to do at this point, considering discs are just a formality. Yeah, right. right. We only package these because some of you old people like them a lot. You goddamn thirty-year-old boomers! <laughs> it makes um, a better gift when there's a CD. I like the real yeah. game because it has value. <laughs> Even though you're still just purchasing a license, and yep. it's effectively the same thing. Yeah. You don't even get the benefit of like just being able to start the game immediately. You still have to download it and fucking install it. Yep. <laughs> increasingly so on switch as well with these day one mm-hmm. patches and shit you get a fucking cart and you put it in and it's like uh update needs update. to be downloaded and installed it's a five gigabyte update Neat. Anything day one. smart man yeah. but then that just means that you have more updates <laughs> It's true. Yeah, but considering nobody releases a full game anymore, you may as well just wait. (laughs) Yeah, right. Oh my god, your dog is so cute. Dr. Octagon. What up? Uh, This is now dog stream for the the rest (laughs) of of this stream. Hashtag dog stream. Oh my god, he's so cute. Did you say his name is Dr. Octagon? Uh, no, just Dr. Octagon. (laughs) You missed a fucking opportunity, Caleb. I know. (laughs) Time to go. (laughs) <laughs> well he dogs don't understand english you can change it to dr octagon now so What's, <laughs> what, do you, what do you shorten it to when you're calling him doctor <laughs> uh doctor doctor there's a horse in the hospital <laughs> <laughs> so Kaylin, it's been a while since we've seen you uh how have you been faring through all of these uh uh pandemic days it's been a while. Sorry. Yeah, I've just been uh, in music, but uh, still practicing with the band. We've done a bunch of live streams. Um, uh, we released a music video a couple. Oh, shit. Yeah, that was over a, a month ago now. now. Yeah. Oh my God. Eternity is past. <laughs> I don't even know. I don't even know how to answer your question. Um, Snailmate's been going strong. We just were releasing new merch and music and writing and like that um myself i've just been 
playing a lot of video games. Uh, my job is still closed because we're a big venue, so anything. I feel yeah. your pain. So, uh, um, have they even like tried to open in with the uh, pandemic at all? Like, no. My boss, he is very aware of everything. He doesn't want to put anyone in danger. Our clientele is very old. Um, a lot of them are Republican, so they want to open, even though they will be the first to die. <laughs> um, but uh, no, our boss, one of his best friends got uh, coronavirus and fucked him up because he was an old blues player. And uh, so my boss isn't taking any chances, which I appreciate. Um, yeah, that's, I thought of like bartending to a socially distanced, uh, apt crowd. Sounds like I wouldn't make any money anyway. So yeah. I work. I miss working, I miss bartending, I miss playing shows, but worth it. Yeah. Worth it to not die. Yeah, no or kidding. Yeah. Uh, especially it's in Arizona, worse. where uh, today uh, we just had our highest uh, single day increase in uh, new cases. Hey, we're, we're uh, number one. Actually, not I number one. Back. No, we are number yes. one. We're still number one. Um, I thought uh, Florida took took that crown. Uh, Florida can take that crown because they've got more uh, people living there. We are uh, still the highest in uh, terms of per, uh, like per million. Uh, yeah. uh, okay. We live in a brainlit state. Uh, it's fantastic to see those scary Florida numbers, though. Ten thousand new cases today. Ten thousand yesterday. Yep. Uh, and we're at. We're going Cleaning to end up passing 4,000 in the coming week. We went from um, uh, 40,000 to 50,000 cases in like a few days, and now we're over 60,000 cases. Like, it's ridiculous. It's, it, it breaks my heart because we used to have this this great dive bar up the street from our house down here, and uh, it got replaced by a shitty sports bar called BKD's. Fuck you, BKDs. And the parking lot is full pretty much every day. Oh! Downtown Gilbert people hanging out the fucking windows. Like, yeah. What? what you get asked to play shows pretty regularly. And are you fucking kidding me? You're open right now and you expect a concert? I've no, been. Where people. Yeah, no way. I've been seeing. The, uh, the uh, bar that died was a Hangar 9, by the way, Brooks. Oh, yeah. I loved Hangar 9. It's oh, yeah. a long time ago now, over a year. It's rest in peace. Yeah, rip. Yeah, I've been seeing uh, some uh, bands playing at uh, like Time Out Lounge and shit like that, and I'm like, John's. What the fuck are you yeah. doing? Oh my god! Yeah. And technically speaking, I've I've said it before. Technically speaking, bars are not allowed to be open in Arizona. They have not given bars the okay to be open in Arizona. But there is a loophole in if you serve food. And in serving food, you're now a restaurant and you're allowed to be open. I I won't say which place did this because I like going there. But there was a cigar bar that my parents went to during this and uh, they had boxes of pizza on the counter and said pizza may be cold and that's how they're getting around it that's so ridiculous they're encouraging that's people to so grab pizza well let's be honest they're not even really encouraging people to grab the pizza the pizza's just there so technically they have food they don't give a shit if anybody eats it 
Yeah. It'll just a what you're saying is we can go smoke cigars and eat cold pizza. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there's <laughs> another place that um, a friend of mine uh, uh, pointed out to me where uh, they're kind of like an upscale sort of place where uh, they were a uh, restaurant until nine o'clock and then they become a nightclub after nine. So, you know, it's not uncommon for uh, uh, bars to have a late night menu or whatever. But when you suddenly produce a late night menu during a pandemic, it's v- like very obvious what you're trying to do. So in order for them to keep doing the nightclub shit, they implemented a really shitty late night menu. Uh, but they made, I mean, to their credit, it's a pretty menu. Um, hey. And that way they can stay open without keeping uh, cooking staff on for another shift uh, during the nightclub period. You know, as much as hmm. it, is, it is the restaurant owner's fault a little bit, you know who it's fault it is completely? It's, it's, it's Doug Ducey's. It's our fucking leadership. Oh, yeah. These these stay at home and close laws from day one have been filled with loopholes and exceptions and bullshit like that. Just because that, Ducey never intended for it to close to close the state, he never wanted to. Like if he actually wanted to cause some bit of change, he would have added some teeth to these fucking uh, stipulations and laws, but he never did because he's playing to his base, which is a bunch of old, fat, stupid Republicans that are the same people that are running out or running around wearing their masks on their heads, acting like this is a big political fucking statement to say, fuck you, libtards. Look how... Like it's 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 fucking it's shameful. It's bullshit. It is bullshit. People are dying. People are getting sick. And it's 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 our fucking local government's fault. And it's yeah. fucking stupid. Did you guys see that they made up uh, the FTBA, the Freedom to Breathe Association? Yes. <laughs> oh my fucking god! Laminated cards with full spe- spelling errors. Yep. <laughs> um. The so wish my bar was open so I could have someone present me with that card. I just like imagine what I would say to them. Everyone laugh at the idiot. (laughs) (laughs) Have like a bell or like a siren, like here's another stupid idiot. (laughs) So what pisses me off is Arizona closed uh, around the time that many other states, like shortly after many other states in the country closed down. These states were closing down in reaction to seeing what was happening in New York. None of them were really experiencing huge outbreaks. We were not experiencing anything huge at that time, enough to be worrying, but, you know. So you close down then, and you stay closed until you can, and and you implement, you know, travel restrictions and things like that in order to open safely so you're not, like ruining the progress that you made on actually getting cases down during that closure period. Uh, You know, like each state is dealing with it so drastically differently that each other state is a threat to any other state. If anyone travels, you know, from state to state, that's why we're starting to see like Americans are no longer allowed to travel to the EU because of how uh, poorly the coronavirus uh, has been handled here. Um, but yep. the right thing to do was look at New York, go, oh, shit, close down, stay closed down. 
Unfortunately, so many places have opened up and just opened up, like just outright. And uh, now Arizona, Texas, Florida are going to be the next New York. So it's it's not, you know, like we should have been learning from what happened in New York. And instead, all we did was delay what happened in New York and Florida. Florida's brilliant way of recognizing that they fucked up and recognizing that bars are the source of the the problem in this because gathering areas in enclosed space where people are tightly packed is is a major source for spread um what does florida do do they 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 admit that they fucked up but they don't close down they make it so you can't serve alcohol in bars anymore yeah, <laughs> bars are still open. So what this is at a legal level, yeah. what this actually means, and and the the intent behind it could not be any more transparent. What this means is the government is not forcing you to close your business. So if your business closes because it can't make money, it's not it's the government's fault. fault. It's your fault for not finding a way to make money. So that way, the God government bless has the, the Florida government has no responsibility to try and inject money into that to keep you afloat until all of this is safely passed. The governor just talked today, too, and said the mass, vast majority, of course, there are new cases, but the vast majority are people from age 25 to 44 who are all going out partying. We're not going to add any more new issue, any any more new policies basically the summary of of today's uh uh fucking press conference every <sighs> other country great. on the face of this planet seems to have been able to deal with this well save for fucking where is bolsonaro brazil yeah oh yeah and guess where last month <laughs> that's right i forgot about that yeah we were supposed to be there for Two weeks and we're supposed to be on tour right now we had a two-month tour of the states booked uh we've been canceled at um yeah because no one can fucking get their shit together yeah we were gonna tour the eu later this year but uh not yeah that's not gonna you're not gonna be allowed to do that to <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know when we're ever gonna tour, be able to tour again yeah america is just has the worst response to it and people just keep making it worse yeah at this rate, I'm it's probably going to have to be next year. I'm just hoping that mm-hmm. uh, we get a vaccine and that actually helps everything. I know there have been some, you know, hopes in in treatment. Uh, there have been, you know, some low cost tre- uh, uh, treatments that have uh, looked promising. Um, but we're we're not going to be through this for quite some time. Sorry to to remind everybody that, but. Yeah, in case you needed a reminder. Stopping, flashing the budget for testing. Yeah, that's the one that tests anymore. Yeah. Yeah, if you have no positive test, there's no cases, obviously. Because remember, he was joking about, the, about uh, slow down on the testing. No, no, and then he tweeted afterwards. He doesn't joke. Yeah. He doesn't, he doesn't kid. Fucking hell. You know what? Uh, uh, 
I imagine that that's how he had children. He had no idea that his his wives were ever pregnant uh, because he refused to test. No test. No, she's not pregnant. Just all of a sudden I got a kid. (laughs) Hey, on the bright side is we found a a big brain way to uh, lower rates on uh, teen pregnancies. Yeah. Stop (laughs) testing. Stop testing. Testing. God. <laughs> there are no teen pregnancies in our country. Conclusion of the abstinence program. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Denial and ignorance are the solution to all of the world's problems. Yes, America. <laughs> we did it. USA. USA. God. <laughs> oh. If you look at the wall, you can't see what's standing behind you. <laughs> We are all the bug bladder th- beast of thrall now from uh, Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Uh, we're well, no, we're one step away from becoming that because the bug bladder beast was so dumb that it thought that if you couldn't see it, it couldn't see or yeah, if if you couldn't see it, it couldn't see you. So if you put a towel over your head, it couldn't see you because you can't see uh, it. So- so basically, we just have to get rid of our object permit. Exactly. Uh, babies, yeah. babies playing peekaboo. You, you close your eyes. <laughs> Nothing's there. You just never open, move your hands away so you don't get surprised. Oh, God. <laughs> I can't visit it anymore. Can't tell because the low res, I'm crying. We must well, laugh because otherwise we would uh, we would die. I, I was going to say cry, but uh, <laughs> this has been a bummer. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess now is as good a time as any. Hey guys, what was the highlight of your previous week? I was just going to say. I mean, of course, this podcast was a bummer. I'm back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We started. We started at the bottom. I didn't think we could go that much lower, but <laughs> <laughs> the barrel is infinite. Started at the bottom. Now we're here. <laughs> That's not how this song's supposed to work. <laughs> Plummeting to new depths every day, gentlemen. <laughs> Ooh, is that is that the name of the podcast? That, that might have Plummeting to be the, the depths. <laughs> Uh, oh no seriously uh let's let's do the the <laughs> week highlight thing uh what what's been a, a the highlight of 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 the week you want to have a sit, confession go on i bought skyrim on my switch you i've what? just been playing that i bought skyrim on my switch oh no and, uh, that's all i've been doing You've met with a horrible fate. You should have had it put on your I don't know what's wrong with me. When I look in the mirror, it's only Todd Howard staring back, not my own reflection. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you are. It's just Todd Howard whispering by Skyrim again. This is what happens. This is what happens when we don't talk on a more regular basis, Kalen. You don't have the positive influence in your life to steer you away from such reckless decisions. Friends don't let friends buy Skyrim again. I know, and we haven't talked all that much. So responsible, though. (laughs) Socially distanced. Yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what, you can come over and sit in my front yard and play Skyrim on your Switch. (laughs) <laughs> that's, that's why I bought it on the Switch, baby. 
<laughs> he's just, I love that. He's that, just gonna. At first, just that. Like, I'm gonna. You know, that's why I bought Sky. <laughs> <laughs> he's just gonna park his van out front of your house on the street and stare through your front window while he plays it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So that was your so low That's your highlight. Way. Yeah, that was your low point. What's your high point? I don't remember the last time I had a highlight. <laughs> oh. No. We've all just flatlined. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what day it is. I don't know the anything. And just a blur. It is Sunday. Next week's my dog's birthday, though. Birthday party for my dog. Bring that, bring that, bring that good boy oh, back yeah. up into frame. Let's let's all wish that good boy a happy birthday. Yes, this this could be the highlight of next week. week. Turning nine. Happy birthday, happy doctor. Birthday, <laughs> happy birthday, doctor. <laughs> Who's a good boy? Your name's oh. Doctor Octopus yeah. now, isn't it? Yeah, that'll be a highlight, at least. <laughs> um, enough about me. What about you, Dan? Uh, I don't know. No, like, no, like specific high points. Uh, been shit posting furiously, doing whatever I can to stay distracted. Mm. <laughs> I, I helped my friend open a a shitty strip mall restaurant in Final Fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it, it's great. It's called Doma Doma Good Time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. He, he literally, he made a menu for it. We, we have a, a link that links to the menu that people have to click on. And he really went the extra mile, like photoshopped a bunch of stuff in. It's, it's great. <laughs> I uh, I am the worthless surly chef in the kitchen who uh, goes on break whenever I want. And uh, I, if any cat people come into the restaurant and order food, we say we want it motivated style, which means I spit in it. <laughs> Please tell me you have Did a nice thing to uh, fill the void of bartending. What was that? Is it, is it helping to fill the void of bartending? <laughs> no, not not quite. Um, but I did uh, I did escape my first shift by opening the window in the kitchen, stealing a six-pack and climbing out. So <laughs> <laughs> it was a good time. Uh, I'll, That's amazing. Dan, I also, uh, I'll, let, I'll let you and Kaylin fight over coming over here and cracking open this beer for me, if you really miss bartending <laughs> that much. He, I mean, he wins. He's way closer than me. <laughs> Dan yeah. just disappears into a puff of smoke and shows up behind you. <laughs> I don't open the beer, I just steal the beer. I've gotten a shitty tip in so long, I'll do it. <laughs> the, uh, the other thing you'll be glad to know, Ryan, is I finally bought Blasphemous and I've been playing through that. Oh, oh that game um, fucking rules. It is, it is aesthetically on point. Um, it's a little too easy. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was hoping I was, I was hoping it was gonna be harder. Hey, I just watched I, uh, I just watched Kaylin's face just like freeze the second you said easy is like huh? yeah, blasphemous, yeah, yeah. Uh 
<laughs> so far, the only boss I've died to was uh, Our Lady of the Charred Visage, and I one-shot every other boss. Um, one-shot? <laughs> one-shot is in, like... Oh, uh, I, oh I get it. Yeah, okay, first try. killed it in the first attempt. Yeah. Final boss is really tough, though. Good. I want it to be. Didn't you um, know that Dan cheats when he plays games? That's how, <laughs> that's how they're all easy. He just enters in god mode and just one-shots them. <laughs> the only reason I even died to Lady of the Charred Visage was because I didn't realize you could slap the projectiles back at her. And once I figured that out, it was, alright, cool, this is over. Really good game, though. I fucking love it. It looks yeah, it's brutal. It is gorgeous DLC and brutal. For that? And the soundtrack, the soundtrack is surprisingly kick-ass. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of games with kick-ass soundtracks, have any of you guys heard of the game Volfaris or Volfaris? I'm not sure you're supposed to say. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, um, it's been in my wish list for a little bit. It's it's rad. Um, it's got the, uh, the... It's the same company who pretty much just has super cool metal soundtracks for both their games. Uh, and uh, it's, mm-hmm. it's super hammy. It's like... Uh, I guess you could call it similar to like a Contra style game. Okay. Very run and gun. Um, you can get different guns and attachments to use. It's it's worth playing. It's really good. It looks fucking cool. The dialogue is appropriately shitty. It's like action movie. Yeah. Um, it, it's like a, it's like if Blackthorn had good gameplay. That's how mm-hmm. I'm it. Okay. Okay. Hmm. Wow. Drop Black Blackthorn on us like that. Yeah. Look. The only cool thing about Blackthorn is that you can one arm over the back fire your shotgun at people. That was cool. Forest, <laughs> you say? Yes. <laughs> so I don't even on sale right now. Or Ryan, did did you give us a, a best I am part not. of your week? Um, Do it. I don't know what the best part of my week was because I don't remember my week. Um, that. Started playing some Doom Eternal native on on my my uh, PC. Uh, I had been playing it on Stadia, which is all well and good for the TV out there, but when it comes to playing it on the computer, it just doesn't compare. Um, the um, playing it on this beastly new computer that I bought, like uh, every single setting is maxed out, and it's 155 frames per second, and Jesus. it looks gorgeous. Looks great plays super well and uh, i just prefer like all the spots that gave me trouble in playing with a controller uh on stadia i don't have any problems uh playing mouse and keyboard so i am still not all these years later still not adjusted to um using a uh controller uh in a first person shooter pc master race um so it was you know it was i've been playing some games and and like i guess that's kind of been the highlight of my week uh mr driller drill world came out on uh uh switch and i've always been a huge mr driller fan um the uh i picked up noita which i had been wanting to get for a real long time and that is a ton of fun because it's like taking all those old uh, pixel simulation uh, games f- that like uh, came out on you know cell phones and shit where like 
uh, you know, <laughs> like the black pixels are and... oil, and the the, yeah. the you know these are the sand pixels, and they interact together, and they produce smoke, and they, you can do all this. You know, it m- turns that into a video game where you're a uh, wizard with fucking jet boots or whatever the fuck, and yeah. you can get like different wands, and you can load like. The wands that you have don't fucking matter. Like, they kind of do, but only slightly. Because in between levels... So, like, the wands matter in that they have different slots for spells. And so, in between levels, you can actually take spells off of wands and put them onto other wands. And the spells are just what the wand will cycle through when you're holding down the, the click button. So, like... And some of them are random. So, they won't sequentially go through the spells that are attributed to a given wand while you're shooting it. But it's a really interesting mechanic. And then aside from that, it's all pixel simulation. So like you shoot down a lantern or something like that. And if it lands on wood, it's setting that wood on fire and it's going to slowly, you know, burn through that wood. Um, The, uh, you know, enemies, if you shoot an enemy that fucking shoots like toxic stuff, um, there's this flying enemy that shoots like a, a toxic ball at you. And if you shoot it, its blood is also toxic and it starts spewing out in a stream out of it. So you have to kill it faster. Uh, otherwise, it's just around like spewing fucking poison shit everywhere. It's a really cool game. It's seriously fun. So I guess that games is the highlight of my week. That's that's say it again. The name of it. Noita. N-O-I-T-A. That's just on the PC? I think it's just on PC. It's early access still. Early access. But it's also pretty low system requirements, probably. Like, if anything, you if, need to have a good uh, processor for the... If he's chucking on Discord, though? Yeah, I know, that's fair. <laughs> How long it took me to set up my camera today, Ryan? <laughs> yeah, but that had nothing to do with... Uh, with technical difficulties uh, that had everything to do with vanity difficulties. <laughs> oh, Avalot, you're the first people to have seen me in months, so <laughs> we have this. <laughs> I'm a musician. I yearn for the attention. <laughs> Tyler, how about you? Oh, what, what was my highlight this week? Um... I'm continuing to play Last of Us 2, which is kind of funny because I didn't really get a lot of time to play this week, but every moment that I've been in that game, I have loved so far. I have not gotten to that part that made everyone mad yet, except for, you know, the main character being a lesbian, which, you know, if that makes you mad, fuck you. Um, (laughs) But fuck, I love this game. I'm just... It's one of those games where just walking around is is fun because there's just so many details and and the like in God of War when you're walking around or, you know when you're sailing around and uh, you know they're uh, they're talking just a little bit of dialogue that's going on and building character like there's a lot of that in Last of Us Two as well with Ellie and Dina and it's just like interesting 
end of the or post apocalypse dialogue that's building their character and it's always fun to hear and then it's just like even just going into random buildings and looting is fun just there's so much around you and it's so pretty and fun hmm. i love this game i i really do it's a beautiful beautiful game and it scared the fucking shit out of me today like <laughs> that's a low bar Oh, I oh I hadn't been scared by this game yet. I was like, I got this. I'm like going around. Your clickers are fucking terrifying in general. But I like go into this building, and it's like a lot of the times when you go into some of the the buildings in Seattle, like they're just like, oh, this is like a you're just going into loot and find supplies, and you're talking with Dina, and, and it's kind of a low. Uh, like it's not like a like a stressful situation like sure. it's supposed to be kind of a character building moment and i walk into this bathroom and a fucking door just slams open and a f- infected jumps on me and throws me into the wall and starts fighting me and i'm just like what the fuck <laughs> and I'm, I'm i have my knife out and i'm just stabbing it and each stab i'm like what the <laughs> and my heart's just going a mile a minute and i just had to pause it and sit there and go God fucking damn it for like five minutes because it was terrifying. But I love this game and I, I don't I still don't understand the hate yet. I don't get it. It was anyone else? Tyler terrifying specifically. We yes, have, yes. We have to stipulate that. Yeah. It was a jump scare. It was a it jump does not a mean that it is scary to anyone else. Scare. That's true. But I do not understand why people do not like this game. It is a lot of fun. It's the fucking it's the hate train. They were told to hate it, so they hate it. That's it. Just the, the I hate jerk. on command. Uh, there's supposedly other things as well, like uh, trans misgendering and and things like that. But uh, I don't, I don't know any of the real details of it. Anyone I mean, have complained if um, Croft was a lesbian? People have. If she was like kissing yeah, they would have complained right. for sure. Stop That's trying to force your lifestyle on us. Not Christian. Mm-hmm. Brooks, what was the best part of your week? Well, uh, I haven't really played any video games this week, uh, surprisingly. Um, but I'd say the best part of my week has been tearing into this bad boy, the Dying Earth series. Tales of the Dying, uh, Earth. Dying Earth. Which uh, is significant in the fact that D&D totally ripped off its magic use from ah. this guy's books. Hmm. Uh, as far as like wizards that have to study their and prepare their spells for a day that when they use them, uh, then they disappear out of their heads again and they have to rememorize that shit. Except that it's in a world that's like if Adventure Time was entirely serious, uh, far into the distant future, it's fucking dope. Oh, so it's a fiction. I was by the name of the oh, yeah. by, by the name of the book. I was just assuming it was a current. Uh, <laughs> it yeah, was current right. Next year, <laughs> next oh. year's biography. <laughs> <laughs> Precious. Uh, yeah, I've, I've I've been reading that, and and also I finally bought because I read this fucking magazine because I still read magazines. Finally got this, so that's my week. <laughs> Nice. Maybe if we read more Esquire, we'd be more stylish. Hey, my Mandalorian shirt is extremely stylish. I'm wearing snail mate chic. (sighs) Way to brown (laughs) ring. Yeah, get it. Look, (laughs) only 
Only once have I failed to wear a uh, relevant shirt when we've uh, had a guest on. Which one was that? Uh, when Alex uh, Fasciani was uh, on, uh, I did not you? have a Beard Bros shirt. How could you? It was in the mail. It didn't show up until the next day. <laughs> you should film an apology and tag. Yeah, right. Weeping. Alex, I'm so sorry. I really, I'm, I'm better than this. I know I'm better than this. You deserve better than this. Oh, man. Um, actually, uh, I just uh, realized a second highlight of my week uh, that is not- uh, noteworthy. Uh, one of my favorite B-horror movie studios, I learned, has a streaming service. Uh, Full Moon uh, Productions, uh, Full Moon Features has a streaming service. So, like, when I was growing up, Puppet Master was, like, my one of my favorite movie series, like, always. And there are now 12 Puppet Master, 13 Puppet Master movies, one of which wasn't a full moon feature. Uh, the Littlest Reich was uh, a um, uh, was when they licensed it out to another studio and that had Thomas Lennon in it and shit like that. Um, the Littlest Reich? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, the Puppet Master series is awesome. And uh, it's just B-movie brilliance um but yeah so they've got all their stuff up there along with all the softcore pornography that they produce uh on their streaming service well now you have me sold um (laughs) so it's like 60 bucks uh if you want to pay for a full year and if you pay for a full year you get a 12 blu-ray box set of um all the Puppet Master movies plus a an uh, Arcana uh, disc, and then uh, you also get a face mask uh, with a Puppet Master character on it. Oh, that's kind of cool. So right. yeah, I that's pretty like that box set that. on its own. You know, uh, sells for one hundred and twenty. So I was like, yeah, absolutely. My favorite series on Blu-ray, all of it, abs for sure. Hey, we have another uh, another good uh, highlight. Um, the uh, Mississippi children. Mississippi just uh, voted to remove the Confederate flag from their uh, from their flag. Good, just like five minutes ago. So, oh yeah, Hooray for progress. And uh, Minnesota unanimously voted to disband the police. Minneapolis unanimously, the city council unanimously voted to disband the police. That's crazy. Yeah, it's It's fucking awesome. They're actually going to like have specialized services put in its place, which is fucking brilliant. That's so cool. It'll be be fun. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) it'll be fun to watch um watch them kind of go move forward in a a new way like see how that see see i hope they they set the standard i hope they they you know set the precedent you know on that note thank you everybody for watching and or listening we'll see you next week
拜拜。这个名叫拜拜。Acast powers some of the world's best podcasts. Here's a show we recommend. Hey, I'm Bert from the Bert Show. You have people on a show that really don't like morning shows. Blair said, "I think I'm falling in love with you," and I went, "Why take initiative when you can take a nap?" I like keeping it real, and I like keeping it gross. <laughs> so we created a show that we really wanted to hear. It's real and it's funny, and we will talk about our personal lives. We're not scared of anything. I'm on the phone with your husband Bart, and he says, "I love you." I'm not <laughs> sure that I gave him a confident enough "I love you" back, and I do have feelings for him. I, I think I'm falling. <laughs> <laughs> What I love most about this show is everybody's vulnerability. And though our perspectives may be different, working together is actually fun. We put the fun in dysfunction. I think it's unlike anything that you've heard before. The Bird Show. Listen to this show on Acast or wherever you get your podcasts. Acast, Acast. 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 recommends. <laughs>